I think for me, that comes back to that inner struggle of this acute awareness of time and being present and appreciative and grateful for this moment right here, sitting with you in this room on this beautiful day, having this meaningful, connective conversation. This is it. This is the gold of our life. Welcome to the Trailblazer Podcast. I'm Jan. And I'm Erin. We're best friends, mother and daughter, rural entrepreneurs, and business partners of over two decades. Over 23 years ago, we jumped into the world of entrepreneurship in search of our big purpose. Three years ago, our hard work paid off when we launched an international print magazine, Trailblazer, and business membership. Through these, we have one mission, to empower rural women by helping them build successful businesses, all while cultivating the rural lifestyles they love. So through guest interviews and shows with just the two of us, we'll be chatting about topics like growth mindset, intuition, entrepreneurship, grit, resilience, and so much more. We're going to equip you with the know-how to navigate the sometimes murky waters of entrepreneurship. So whether you're rural, rural-hearted, or intrigued by the rural way of life, get ready to challenge yourself while learning from our experiences and other rural entrepreneurs as we explore the endless opportunities that lie ahead. Together, we can create something extraordinary. Welcome to the Trailblazer Podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little bit of a different one. It totally is. And Erin and I are both kind of sitting there giggly in anticipation because we literally do not know what each one of us is coming up with. So we're doing something really different today. We're looking at five ways that being an entrepreneur has changed us. As women. As women. Yeah. Yeah. Just people in the world. Human beings in general. Yeah. Yeah. So Erin made a list. I made a list, but we haven't shared the list with each other. So I have no idea what is on her list. And I don't know what's on your list. (laughs) So we're going to go through them together. And I think this is just, it is an important topic because it's really the basis of this whole podcast and the purpose behind it is we're so fascinated because we've looked at our journey in entrepreneurship together and seen so much of how we've grown and become the women we are today. And we're also so fascinated about the women that we talk to. Who did you have to be? Who did you have to become? What did you have to learn in order to bring to life what you're what you're doing today? So it's, this is a topic I feel like we could talk about forever. Yeah. And I kind of feel, I hope I didn't miss anything. Of I my want, five. Oh, well, me too. And I'm probably going to hear yours and go, Darn, I'll take that one too. I'll add that to my <laughs> list. <laughs> one of the things that Aaron and I have always agreed upon is that we think when the journey of entrepreneurship is the greatest personal development journey that you will ever go on because it tests you in ways that you just couldn't even anticipate because the buck stops with you, literally. And for your mental well-being, your sustenance, all the yeah. things. Oh. I would put marriage and divorce probably as the second. <laughs> but that could be different for you. Yeah. So and actually, we're going to talk about our divorces one of these days and how we each came out of them, uh, healed ourselves and moved on. But, but that's, that's a whole other day. day. <laughs> all right. Okay, so we're sitting here. We've got our list each of five things that entrepreneurship has grown in us as women. And so we're just going to go back and forth. I nominate you as starting. Oh, cool. I was just going to say the same thing. And I don't know why this is kind of like jingly nerve wracking, but it certainly is. 
I'll okay. help you through it and you'll help me through it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Hope I don't cry. I don't think I have anything. I don't think so either, but uh, we'll I see. don't want to say that because then we we will. Yeah, because knowing you, you'll probably ask me a question <laughs> that'll send me right down the tube. Okay, so first on my list, I put being an entrepreneur has made me more confident. Just that belief in myself. And I think when I started the entrepreneurial journey, which happened before Aaron and I started our business, I, even though I was fearful for some of the things that I was doing as to how they would turn out, I had enough confidence just to start and go with them. And then learning to recover from setbacks and the fails that have happened uh, to us through the last 23 years, I feel that confidence has gone deeper, broader, fuller because the kind of confidence I have now is based on the fact that even if something does go sideways, regardless of what happens, I can handle it. And that's where my confidence sits right now. So confidence is number one for me. I totally see that for you. I see it for myself too. And for anyone who starts out on the entrepreneurial journey or who just wants to bring to life something that's never been brought to life. And I was just going to say, like, did you copy mine? Did you read mine? No, you but, know, I don't okay. even know what's on you. My list. first one is belief in myself. Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. And I wrote down mm. entrepreneurship has allowed me to trust myself no matter what, that I have the confidence, the bravery, the ambition, the grace, the ideas that I will make the right decision. Wow. And so I'm right on the same same page as you, mom. I wrote down like, the belief in myself through the trials and tribulations and successes of entrepreneurship has given me the power to execute at lightning speed. I trust to get through anything, and I mean anything, and that I'm capable of making good decisions, and that I'm capable of being a mom, a partner, and a business owner all in one. Because I think when we're younger, in those formative years, we often associate our confidence or our belief in ourself in external factors or experiences. Yeah. And I think there becomes a point, hopefully, where that shifts and it becomes, oh, it's all an internal game of what true confidence and true competence is moving through life. And so if we can anchor ourselves and make that shift from not caring what people think of us, not caring if people are going to judge us. There's that quiet confidence that we can can welcome into our lives as maturing women. And for me, yeah, entrepreneurship has been key in developing that in myself. I shouldn't say that I'm shocked, but again, we have no idea what each of us wrote down. And so I just think that that's pretty synchronistic and uncanny and I think why we work so well in business together because we each needed to grow that in our own ways we've arrived at it in certain ways and uh, I just think that's fascinating that that we both had that as our first one yeah yeah well and for you the listeners I'm sure if like if you've got entrepreneurial dreams or ideas you would agree with us I'm I'm gonna assume that so yeah yeah yeah. interesting Love to know your other lists out yeah. There, but yeah because there's there's 
external confidence and there's internal confidence. And I think internal confidence is when you don't have to shout it at the rooftops. You don't have to hurt other people to get your point across. Yeah, you don't have to prove anything. And that just, it's a good place to be in because that's that's where a lot of our power lies, I believe. So It's taken us a long time, but I think we have each arrived at that we're just solid with that and we're not trying to prove something anymore. We just know what we know and we're going to go do it. Yep. Yep. All right. Number, Number two. two on my what list. have you got? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cry. I will not cry. Laugh. Yours is the same. So number two, five ways being an entrepreneur has changed me, is it's strengthened my creative abilities. So I think that there is a certain way to think and intuit and take in and connect ideas and actions and all the rest of it. And to bring something to life. And that's how I would define creativity. So I think creativity is a muscle that if it's used over and over again, it gets stronger. And I really believe that that's one of the things that I rely on. And maybe some of my confidence is based on that the creative juices, the creative ability I can call upon it like I can trust it. Mm. I can call Mm -hmm. upon it. And even though there are times in situations where things may be chaotic and might need to step away from the pace of it, that creativity just is always there awaiting. And I want to mention something to those of you listening. Erin and I do a thing with our membership called The Hive. And The Hive is a creative solution finding thing that we do live. We don't know what the business problems or challenges brought to the table will be from the other women in attendance. And I want to say that one of the things that the hive does for me, and I can literally feel a sensation opening in my... Like the neurons. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I can literally feel the neurons firing and feel the energy starting to flow. And, And I think that's why I enjoy the hives so much is that I enjoy that process and that feeling of it almost feels like being downloaded receptacle yeah for the ideas to come together <laughs> thanks for We're helping me today <laughs> this is how we go. talk all the time so yeah creativity has hugely been strengthened by being an entrepreneur so what's number two on shoot your that's a good one and you know what i that's surprising to me that i didn't write creativity because darn i would totally agree with you yeah. and i think like piggybacking on number one with confidence through business, I, like you said, yeah, creativity is a muscle. And once you have that inner confidence, you can call upon creativity just like any other resource that we require require in business. So absolutely. So I'm not going to yeah. take yours, but so what's your I totally agree. Two? What's your number two? My number two is I've learned that business can never come before self. Oh. <laughs> Tell me more. And this is, I wrote, this is something I'm still learning. I think being a highly ambitious woman has its pros and cons. And so for me, I'm 42. I'm not going to say, I don't have a lot of time left. I hope I have a lot of time left. But this reminder that my business is just a facet of me not all of me. And that motherhood is a facet of me, not all of me. 
And it is just a constant reminder when I'm prioritizing life. And I find this has never gotten easier. This like constant expression of creativity and ambition and goals and creation through this business. And then the other side of who I am as a woman and like the presence and life and family and love and connection and support. I don't even know what I'm saying, but I feel like, no, I do know what I'm saying. Just a business is never all of who I am. And I also wrote down, it's been interesting observing our different stages of life and our, how we each handle that because like we both are honest with each other in that there are times or phases or stages where we can see the other one off balance with that and not taking care of who we are first before the business. Because we're so passionate about what we do, it's always the easiest thing just to go and take care and grow the business before ourselves. It always is. For us, that's been our reality. And it might not be your story, but that has been ours. Yeah. Well, and I'm still learning that. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. That's my number two. I love that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number three on my list, and this just kind of popped into my head. I wasn't really expecting it, but I feel that I'm a more empathetic person. So I think my family and friends would describe me my whole life as a person with extreme empathy. empathy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Maybe too much so, like take too much on, but I wrote that because I think of all the various paths that we've taken in our business, the ups and downs, the celebrations, the challenges, and also realizing that everything that goes on within that sphere is not about me. And so I think what I'm able to separate now more is me from other people and their and their actions, responses, feelings, whatever it is, and suspend my thoughts and judgments and just be present. And I think I've arrived at that that's truly what empathy is, is just to be present and to know that somebody having a reaction or response to something may have nothing to do with me. And in fact, usually has nothing to do with me. So not taking things so personally, but having the empathy to be present to it. And I think that is something, I mean, I think back to my life skills training, which really helped me learn through body language and and spoken word, how to be empathetic. But I still used to take everything on and soak it up like a sponge because I we're both very sensitive mm-hmm. people we can pick up a vibe pretty easily in the situation mm-hmm. so I think I'm more empathetic but in a healthier way now that I realize not everything's about me and I can just be present maybe maybe it's to sit in silence maybe it's to ask a question whatever that is so that's my number three that's a good one yeah, yeah. and I can like witness that in you and in myself too we're, like a lot of these we're probably going to say yep me too yep, yeah me too because I think looking at your life like you've been a servant in your life in terms of supporting and you've always put yourself in a situation where you can help lift others up around you and the flip side of that is that that can be draining and taxing and that can take of you yeah. and I think like in recent years 
you're now able to take care of yourself and protect yourself from that like outgoing of energy and to make sure that it's serving you as well because and I I think I've learned that from you too like the unhealthy parts and then now the healing parts because we are overgivers we are recovering yes pleasers (laughs) yes women and we're decision by decision taking that power back because taking care of ourselves first so I like how you worded that I do I I think it is a learning that we both have experienced and are healing woohoo yeah yeah so what's your number three number three money 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 (laughs) (laughs) money my relationship with money 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 and being comfortable talking about money, you know, business. You want to say money one more Yeah, time? I know. Well, I've just, this is my practice, right? Practicing what I preach. Is there any more obvious indication of someone's relationship with money than a business, especially when you're an entrepreneur? Mm-hmm. To me, there isn't. There isn't because it is the direct correlation between how are things going? <laughs> and so I wrote entrepreneurship has helped me grow tremendously in foraging a healthy relationship with money and always a work in progress. So I wrote down, like, it's helped me realize I want to create generational wealth and I don't feel bad about that. I want to be a landowner and that success through money equips me to do more good for the purpose that I serve. And that constant reminder. I I mean, if you've listened to our previous podcast episodes, you know, 23 years business together. We've been through a lot together and been without money in a lot of situations. And and we're sitting here today as women healing that those circumstances. And I'm just looking forward to the bright side of the life and the experiences and the freedom that we're working so hard to create. So yeah, entrepreneurship has helped is is helping me actively build a really healthy relationship with money. Damn. Do you wish you said that? I wish I said that. <laughs> I don't even have it on my list. So I think what you said is good. And I would say ditto for me too. And also remembering that I'm 23 years older than you. So I've been at the relationship with money thing longer. So yeah, I just support and agree with everything you said. I think... Uh, Nothing puts us facing the reality of our output into the world. No, not everything can be measured in money, but to keep a business alive and grow it and grow it into a legacy, which is highly on my list, but didn't make it to this list. I totally agree with you. Yeah. So good on you. And can we say the word money one more time? Money. (laughs) There's no shame. (laughs) I know. Money. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What is your number four? So my number four is that my skills and knowledge keep growing. And so, yeah, I'm 65 and I still just love learning. Now, back in my earlier life skills coaching days, I probably read um, a development kind of book probably once every two weeks through the entire year. I was voracious, a voracious, yeah. voracious reader. You can probably picture me sitting on the couch 
reading, reading, reading. And I think that was for me. And it was also to help my students and my clients and all the rest of it. So while I still continue to learn, it's probably not like in the same way. But what I'm noticing now is that I'm integrating my experiences, what I've learned in the past, and I'm pulling on that. So I don't, I don't feel the need right now to be just gobbling up books. And we do buy a lot of books that people recommend on businessy and development kinds of things. So what I would say is I recognize that I have wisdom now. That's, that's the arrow oh, okay. shooting here, <laughs> is that having integrated my skills, my knowledge, my experience, and, and whatnot from the past, I'm not so much seeking outside validation for things. I'm a lot more trusting that I'm wise in a lot of different ways and that I can draw from that. So that's number four on my list. I love that. Yeah. And I absolutely agree. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your number four? I put for my number four the acceptance that there is no balance in life. (laughs) (laughs) literally i mean we all talk about that that balance is bs and and yet yeah there's there's seasons in our life where we're having to choose one thing over the other or one thing gets three marbles and the other thing gets one marble and you guys let us know like do you feel this way too because i feel a constant inner struggle between ambition and presence Mm. and it sometimes feels like a burden and sometimes it feels like a gift and I am trying to embrace that it will always be this way or I'm assuming it's always going to be this way juggling this this struggle or this having two major entities to try and fit into this big life at the same time wow yeah I understand that struggle, and I I uh, just just got really me down the rabbit hole thinking about that. Yeah, that's really cool. Like I I sometimes wish that my life was more simple, and that I didn't want so much out of life because mm. I think that would just make for a simpler, slower paced, just easier approach to but, life not easier life but e- easier approach to life but because I, I don't know bored. anything other than being yeah. ambitious and wanting to create and show up and express and like go all out on all things you know honey I think you'd be bored like I don't see you using yourself up in a destructive way and I just think ambition is a good thing so I I don't know I think if you just had like simple simple all the time you would be bored you really do yeah so yeah how how do you would you agree for yourself like do you feel that inner struggle like I want to know how many other people out there feel that and maybe it's because I'm a mom with a young one like it's this constant inner battle like do you feel that do you feel that you are completely enamored with the presence of your life like that all these because for me, I do. All these little moments in my life, I know, are the big moments. What I would say to that is, I think there are times when I do 
miss the specialness of the little things that are happening. I do. But I also know that there's this part in me that just wants to keep stretching and moving towards something. And Erin and I both share the same goal. Like we would like to own a beautiful piece of land and do some really cool things and housing and all the rest of it with it. We're not there yet. Well, it's in the making. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's forming. And we're going to talk about how we manifest things in another session. But, but yeah, what do you mean you sometimes miss the little moments? What do you mean by that? You know, sitting out on the deck, watching the sunsets, watching the birds, listening, quietness. I think I sometimes don't feel the appreciation of that when it is something that I really appreciate. So, oh, okay. Small things like I, that. I was just curious because you said it in a way that made it sound like it wasn't available to you. Oh, no. But it's it is. always available yeah. to me. Yeah, okay. It's always available to me. Sometimes I think that I, that I don't maybe stop often enough to go, oh, that was perfect. You know, when I'm playing with Luca, when we're doing things, that's easy. When we have guests over... Sometimes I don't savor it until after they've gone home. And I think, man, that was cool. And I missed it in the moment to appreciate it. So that's... that's it's an awareness, it's right? It's an awareness, yeah. yeah. And, and so maybe that is the difference in our like stage and age of life is that as a, as a mom with a young child, seeing how freaking fast it goes and how fast Luca is growing up, like it's that awareness of these beautiful fleeting moments that are the essence of life like yeah. this this is this is the life. best life i could ever ask for yeah because it's all those moments strung together yeah that is a life right yeah so yeah yeah so i don't know i mean is it a, too much to ask that we be present to everything that i mean oh, i think it's impossible we're distracted yeah you know? so yeah with other things that pull out and yeah. so i think back to like what my number four was that there is no balance i think on your own terms create and define what that means for you and give yourself the grace that it's gonna ebb and flow and change and grow as you do through your life of what that balancing act could look like yeah 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 and you're not gonna end up perfectly you know teeter-totter oh heck no staying in the middle it'll never happen no no yeah okay okay Number five, what have you got? Number five, I had that, I think, because I don't know what my path would have been having worked for someone all these years and working for myself, right? I just feel that I'm probably a happier person knowing that I have control of how I use my time, of how I'm spending my days, and in essence, living my life. And I feel... That the path of entrepreneurship, I just know myself more deeply because I've had to ooh, pull up, you know, pull up the bootstraps sometimes, put on the big girl panties, all the different things that you could say, you know, to move through things. And where I've arrived at is I know myself more than if I had spent my working life working for someone else, fulfilling their goals. That, that is the gift of entrepreneurship. Yeah. yeah. I believe. Yeah, And that's why I don't mind working weekends at times because I love what I do. So what was your number five? I believe I've arrived at being a happier person oh, okay. overall. Yeah. Because I have control 
of how I spend my days. Yes. Time. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like self-fulfilling. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah. I think entrepreneurship is just a freaking total gift uh, for being able to provide us with that. Yeah. I would totally agree that I would have added that to my list too. Cause I went, as you were talking, I wrote down if we're working for someone in our life that we're not completely happy with, we all know what that Sunday night anxiety feels oh, like. Gosh, yeah. And I totally agree. That is such a horrible feeling of yeah. like living for the weekends. And I agree. That's it's definitely made me a happier person because it's the freedom to choose for yourself. And, that, and like, we value our freedom. Yeah. And yeah. I like that you use that phrase living for the weekends because I don't live that way. I don't live for the weekends mm -hmm. every day. Every day can be different and constructed differently and yeah. rolls out differently. And so it's just that anticipation. What can I create today? Yeah. Yeah. What will today bring? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your number five? My number five is that entrepreneurship has given me an acute awareness of time. Here it is. <laughs> There's a clean. I will get through this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> The fact that we've been working together for 23 years scares the out of me because that has gone by in a flash. And I think one of my biggest fears in my life is that we're going to run out of time to create and live the life that we're working so hard to create. However, I wrote that down and I said, on the flip side, if this was as good as my life could get, would I be happy? And I said, yes. I could gladly accept that our life right now is all that I ever need because of the people in it. And yes, because this is all that we've got. And I just, I wrote down aging too. I just think through business, we've created so many things and projects and businesses and ideas and it just shows you how how fast this all goes. And, you know, we're deeply reflective women. We are constantly looking back on what we've done, the decisions we've made, and that helps us form our future goals. And so, yeah, this acute awareness of time. And I, that's, I think, why I, we, you and I, and I'm going to speak for you because I know you feel this way, this way too. We feel such a sense, sense of urgency to go and do and develop and step into this purpose that we're here to fulfill yes. through through our offerings because gosh uh, for any of us tomorrow isn't promised it's cliche but it it literally isn't and so again i think for me that comes back to that inner struggle of this acute awareness of time and being present and appreciative and grateful for this moment right here sitting with you in this room on this beautiful day having this meaningful connective conversation this is it this is the gold of our life and then yet oh my gosh there's a lot we want to create more to come yeah. so yeah that's that's my number five i think that's really <clears throat> profound the way you said that yes profound because that clock is ticking for all of us and you're right we're not promised and what's that fine line of balancing out being grateful for what we're got the opportunity to do right now and what what we'd like to be living out in the future so here again i'm going to go back to age so i'm 23 years beyond where you're at right now too 
And I too feel the urge. Oh, for sure. I think of that for you as a woman. Yeah. And I guess anytime it comes up like, oh my gosh, you know, I guess I always go to my, my grandfather on my mother's side who lived to be 99 and I go, well, I'm 65. Oh, I got lots of time left, you know, but you don't, but it's not promised. I mean, yeah. 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 Who knows? So I, I think that goes to the point of all the other things that you add up that we talked about today in that just be present to them, acknowledge where you're at, yeah. so, you know, empathetic, be confident, all of it together. This has just been really cool. fascinating <laughs> to do this. And again, <laughs> yeah, I want to say to those listening, it's not like Aaron and I sit down and have these kinds of conversations all the time and that's why the podcast has been such a cool thing for us to do totally it's fostering a deeper connection between us i had no idea why you would have put on a list me either and same with you and yeah it's kind of like if we were in a marriage after you know 40 years of being married it's like how do you keep the spark alive yeah (laughs) really i mean yeah no we're not married however we're in a we're in relationship and have Mm -hmm. been so intimately for so many years that this kind of it's such a cool exercise because it's forcing us to look at each other and remember that we're individuals before we are mother, daughter, and business partners. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And we've helped each other grow. We yeah. helped, we picked each other up. We really strive. And I don't know how you can do this, not to have bad days on the same days. But <laughs> I guess if anything you take away today, I would say like, if you were to make a list for yourself, like what would be five ways that entrepreneurship or how you're currently living has grown has you changed you and yeah. grown you and shaped you into the person that you are today i think it's a worthy thing uh to ponder because i think if we can't acknowledge and track our growth or lack of it in certain areas then we're not really present to developing ourselves fully if that's what we want to do yeah. And Aaron and I are both on that. Yeah, that's yeah, what we, we do. want to do. <laughs> yeah. Fully develop ourselves so that we're living like the full expanse of what we can create, what we can what we can learn, how we can be confident and show up and do what we're doing. And and also knowing that right now in this moment who we are is enough. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love to hear your thoughts and honestly email us. Um, hello at trailblazerco.com. We'd love to hear the ways that you've grown through entrepreneurship or go and comment um, on the Instagram or Facebook post for this episode. We'd love to hear from you. So what do you think? I think we'll do more of this style. I think we can even put it out to you guys, the listeners. What topic would you like us each to talk about? And oh, we'll talk about it. (laughs) <laughs> and we won't share our was- list ahead of time either <laughs> <laughs> yeah this was so fun mom totally yeah thank you okay thank you you did it you just finished another episode of the trailblazer podcast we love bringing you real life stories and know-how from rural women head over to our website www.trailblazerco.com for today's show notes with all the links and special offers from today's sponsors want to help us grow Tag us and screenshot this episode or share your takeaways in the comments over on Instagram and Facebook. We'd love to see you over there. So this is Jan and Erin signing off. See See you you next time, Trailblazers. Trailblazers.